0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Amazed by Kay podcast, Conversations with Kaylin. And hmm, I want to talk about more of relationships, more so friendships in this episode. I know I wanted to get to um, mental health and mental illness and therapy, but I think that'll be down the line. I feel as though we've been doing really well with these past um, last past podcast with relationships and I want to stay on it. But first, let me talk about my past weekend. I rocked it at Summit 21's event in Los Angeles. It's the first one ever. It is typically held in Atlanta. So many amazing women came out. Uh, I was able to share my truth and really just be authentic and relatable and give women the insight of what it's like to be an influencer that manages themselves and also runs businesses just became more of an influencer so I was I really enjoyed my time at Summit 21 it was such an honor it took like a couple years for me to finally get on their radar I appreciate Morgan so much she was the CEO and founder of Summit 21 Blavity Travel Nori and so much more um, shout out to Morgan. She knows, like she's such my representation of like, okay, I can do this. I can be that. And what I mean by that is just multimillionaire, just a mogul, just a you know a boss babe, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, a black female. And so, it was really awesome to manifest it finally and to be there. I had. Um, My old publicist, Katrina, there, it was great to see her as well and her helping me out and strategizing there. It was just a really good, amazing experience. And also, it was one of the first events that I had ever been to where people were not catty and nasty and disrespectful to me. Like, every woman... And mind you, this is like a black woman's event, like there's a couple um, Latinas, not too many, like it was sprinkled, maybe five total, um, unless there was Afro-Latina and I just didn't know, maybe one or two Asian. So you get the gist. It was um, African-American women who are either entrepreneurs, CEOs, or aspiring, um, who have businesses, don't have businesses, but you know that you want to be on the path of a very successful black woman in this world. We had an amazing speaker, Allison Bird. Oh my gosh, she was just so powerful. She went on before I did, so I got to sit there and listen and interact. And she's a part of one of the top 1% of earners. And that just blew my mind, just hearing her talk and knowing that she was implementing the things that I do or that I've been doing, like my spiritual rituals, changing my relationship with money, my affirmations, etc. The fact that she was teaching all of that at that conference let me know, okay, girl, you're on the right path. And I already knew that, but to know that a, a black woman who looks like me, um, which is so great. She was also very caring towards me. I was doing an interview and my hair had something in my hair and she walked by. She was like, okay, I'm big sis moment right now. Let me get this out your hair, fix your hair. Okay. You look great. Rock it. Um, but the fact that I knew that she could do it and she's a top 1% earn. I thought that was so amazing. It was for me. I was there for a reason to meet her, to hear her. So thank you, Allison. I appreciate that. Um it was just great. It was great and it really taught me, which is why I want to talk about relationships for this podcast. Um, friendships. It it showed me being in that room that whole day of Saturday, October 5th. It showed me who my tribe was, and I've been really battling with that. I have a Capricorn moon, which means my traits are self-mastery, and I'm very determined to be successful, to evolve, etc. And that typically leaves you with the energy of a loner so and I'm Scorpio which makes me double loner <laughs> so I um have always and you've heard me say it before just with friendship it's just like people are always jealous or just not like me it, it just it never really truly worked out it was always an imbalance or inadequacy um or void trying to be filled in someone's relationship with me so me being there really made me sit back and go, wow, this is my tribe. And even more so, Morgan invited me to dinner with 20 other women of her home girls. you know, women that she works with that work at Blavity, um, women that I know of in these streets that are boss women as well. She invited me. And so I was a part of that table and it really hit me. I had my speech and I let them all know, like, this lets me know I'm on the right path. I'm vibrating on that frequency to even be sitting here with you guys. So i really have in mind these past few days of like, wow, this is my tribe. And all of these women that I've met who are just so kick-ass and professionals in what they do and CEOs and founders and executives, um, they follow me now. And that's been a big thing for me with my platform. I don't have the audience that is my true tribe, right? And if I did, I would have so much more engagement in such a larger platform. So it's time for me to find and seek and gravitate towards the true tribe that'll really help me build, um, the amazed by K community. So I wanted to talk about that because it's just been very interesting, um, friendships throughout my whole life. Like I feel like there's been a pattern of, I was the black friend. I typically growing up A lot of black girls didn't want to be my friend. Um, They felt threatened by me for a multitude of reasons. Not that I validated them, but they validated themselves. I didn't know that I was a threat. It wasn't until I got older and I was just like, oh, is that what it is? Okay. So a lot of the times my best friends were of other ethnicities. Um, And so I realized that I was like the convenient black friend And they weren't my friends because they were of other ethnicities. Those were just the girls, I think, that were a little bit more confident and willing or sneakier um, with a real agenda to get closer to me. Um, And so I always felt like I was the convenient black friend that entertains them and I'm not saying I was doing anything dumb or anything but I was just a different girl I was I had more character I had more you know like I'm me I'm Kaylin and they weren't and so they weren't accustomed to my culture and what characteristics might come from being a black woman in America and so I just became the default black friend Um, but I was amazing at the same time I don't I want to paint a picture of like just a default like loser no but default as in like okay she's black and it's good enough. It's enough. It's not too much, but there's something about her that's so amazing. I wish I had. And so I'm just going to befriend her and whatever. And I realized as I got older, typically my best friends out of my whole like friendship career, they all end on like the same terms. I eventually evolved and they settled into, you know, not to be rude. um, most of them settled into more of a mediocre or average or they didn't do their best. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel like if I am where I am today, y'all could have been there. And that's just me being frank, um, not to be harsh, but I'm keeping it real. And it's my podcast. A lot of them definitely settled um, in mediocre situations. And um, it was so interesting when I look back on it, because those were the same girls who thought they were better than me at some point in their lives when we were younger. And it's funny how tables turns. And for me to even say that is sad because it was never a competition for me. But I feel like the girls that I was friends with deep down inside did have a competition. Um, and maybe even some type of prejudice of just like this pretty black girl who's so amazing can't beat me. You know, they always had a different lifestyle, a background, a family dynamic I didn't have that should have made them more than what they are today. I mean, the list can go on. And so... Um, it's just been really challenging, and I had to learn to release those people without it really hurting me. And I think the first person that I had to release, and I won't be saying names because obviously I'm not here to shame or it's not like a gossip column or, you know, throwing hate and shade like a freaking. A media blog on YouTube. But I think the first person I had to let go, that was the only one that really, really hurt me because it was all that I knew. It was one of my very first best friend friendships and it lasted really long. And that person was just, I think they showed their true colors, a little bit of their prejudice towards black people. um, just a list of things and so they really didn't stay connected with me and I still held on to it I still wanted it to survive and then at some point once I started really focusing on myself I say around 21 22 doing television I knew from then on and there out not everyone could come with me I had to accept that they yes I labeled them my best friend is what I knew but that doesn't mean they were the best person for me um, and I just kept it moving and it's still somewhat been like that and I think Another pattern is these same women, they, now I would have to say, it's like, it's kind of like a dating a guy. They know you're great, but they still want to be who they are. They lose you and then they come back. It it feels like that. Like they're still trying to hold on as if we're still where we are back then. it's like, no, I've had enough years and time and space and distance and reflection to realize I don't think that that was a true like that. You guys weren't a part of my tribe. You were there for me to learn to evolve at that time, and maybe we held on for too long. I don't want to make it like these women are terrible people because they're not. I mean, I'm sure they could feel and say the same thing about me, like, "Well, you hurt me too," or "You moved on so fast and I felt left behind." I'm sure there's so many different explanations. I'm just telling my side, but I had to realize, okay, it's time for me to find the tribe and. I feel like I did that a year and a half ago or two years ago with a couple, a group of girls and it was going really well and then it just hit the fan because there's just certain characteristics I can't deal with. And so I've always been the kind of person, I cannot deal with liars. I can't deal with habitual liars. I can't deal with secretive women who have like, secret double lives. And this is a big thing for me. I always hold people accountable. I know people aren't perfect and I might've met them in a season where they weren't perfect. However, it is what it is. I observed it and I declared it as something I didn't want around me in my space. I cannot stand being close to a woman that bites the hand that feeds her. If you are in a relationship, fiance, married, super committed relationship, and I know you... When your man or your significant partner is not around and you are scandalous um, and that person is devoted to you or, you know, like I just see it as you knew this person longer than me. You have so much commitment and so much put into it. And if you're biting that hand that's feeding you, because some women that I've met were taken care of by men um, or even if you're it's it's not a situation of biting the hand that feeds you. But how is it that you're disloyal to them when you're in my face and, and it's a secretive thing? That makes me go, okay. when when we take me out the equation and plug your significant other, you're a total different person as well. And you might be saying and doing things behind my back, you know, so it's just so many different things that I'm like alarmed with that most people in society actually praise, romanticize and are okay with. And I don't see that as somebody I want to say that's my best friend and she's trustworthy because it's not. So it got to a point I was like, dang, I like these girls, but they've gotta go as well. It was just it was just too much going on that made me uncomfortable. So I've gotten to a place where it's just like, all right, um I have had issues in the past, um, I would say like a year or half of a year um, with a best friend. And so now I'm getting to a point, it's like, okay, is this a new season? Is this where I'm releasing yet another best friend due to us gravitating in different directions and not seeing eye to eye? And personally, just to be frank, because I do want to be open with you guys so that you can relate to me and um, just know what's really going on and apply it to yourself I just honestly feel like the person that I've been close to in the last decade, um, we've gotten to a point where we're our personalities have clashed, and that's me assuming because I don't feel that way. How I really feel is um, on my end is that the person only made me their convenient friend in the past decade, like. When she needs the friend and somebody to cry to about a boy, etc., that's when she's in your face. Um, and then that lasts for a little bit. And then don't let her get a boyfriend um, because she completely switches up on people. And I, I've seen that it's not just me. It could be family as well. Um, but for me personally, and not to shame this person... I just know for me at this age now and today, that doesn't work for me. I need a best friend that can balance all of her relationships, her life, her career, etc. And not put me in the corner when she's done crying, when she's done um, sharing all of her exciting news, etc. Like, okay, I'm done with you. I'm going to play with another toy. You know, that's how it feels. It feels like Toy Story. Like, you know, I'm Woody and I'm feeling, you know discarded in the closet and this new toy is like and to me that's not friendship so I'm now um removing myself from the relationship because I feel as though I've made the attempt and I think also too realizing that chemistry is really important in friendships as well with this particular relationship I think the way that I communicate and the way I see friendship the way I see it is if I'm your friend that means I'm honest with you I'm going to tell you when you're fucking up. I'm going to tell you when you're on that bullshit. I'm going to tell you a lot of things. And so I think I've realized within this relationship that doesn't work for her. That's not her love language. And for me, my love language is, um, you know, what I'll say, what isn't my love language, which I've I've learned she has a pattern because it's not the first time she's done this. When she doesn't like you, when she doesn't want to hear the truth, when she doesn't want to, um, deal with something that has to do directly with the friendship or the relationship, you're on timeout. She, she's silent with you. And to me, I'm grown. I pay bills. Um, I take care of myself. I'm grown. I'll say it again. I'm not living off of anybody. So once again, I'm grown. I'm okay with having conversations. And so as grown adults, I feel like you should be able to have a grown conversation with me. And so, um, it's just getting to a point where obviously love languages aren't working out. And I also don't think a friend is someone that when you say, hey, I'm having an issue with our friendship and I like to talk about it and they do not want to talk about it. They either leave you on they're not interested, they never reach out. Even if you don't hit them soon enough, like within a few days, that friend, if they really care about you and plan to continue to have you in your life and they value you, They'd be like, girl, what's up? Like, you want to talk? What's up? What's going on? Like, let's talk about it. And I haven't received that. So I think that that says more than enough about the friendship. It says more than enough about that person's character. Um, and, And I will say this. I think I also have to realize that the pattern, I've always befriended really selfish, spoiled girls. And there's a phrase that says, spoiled girls make for Uh, Selfish women. Spoiled girls make for selfish women. And that's this person to a T. So I think that's something that I have to um, really honor. It doesn't work for me. I need to have my tribe. I can be selfish too. However, um, when I care about somebody, I care about people. When I'm in a relationship, I don't discard my friends. Uh, when I'm going through things, I share it with my best... Like, you know, it's it's a best friend. That's the whole point of the title. Um, I would never make my best friend feel convenient. And then... And she's done it to me in the past, too. Like, it, it's been throughout the course of years. When she was over me, she was best friends with somebody else, you know? And then when she was fighting with that best friend, she'd come back to me. So it's always been a pattern and realization of like, okay, this is not how things are supposed to be, but I accepted it, I settled for it. And you know maybe it was meant for the time that it was meant and it's taught me, and that's how I can have this podcast today and really talk about it. Those things do not work for me with friendship. So I'm now getting to a point, which I encourage you guys, if you can relate to this, um, really figuring out and paying attention to what things work and don't work, my love language with friendships, And then kind of like, I guess at this point, I'll be making a list like I did with my romantic relationship and figuring out what are the characteristics and just writing them down so I can hold myself accountable. Like, you know, if this person has to be reliable, they have to have a great balance of life. And also one of my biggest things, another pattern. All of my best friends were not in the same mindset as me ever, ever, ever. Like I was always the friend that like, Had the better advice and really was looking at them like, yo, what is you doing? Let's do this. Like, how are you not on this? And I always wanted them to be a part of my world. Like... Yo, what are you really doing? So, if I've got a platform and you're my best friend, then we could build your own platform and we can bring it together. Like, let's both be let's both be boss babes. Let's both get to the bag. Let's both create brands for ourselves, etc. And none of them did that. Um, and so it's like, damn. So I really need to find my tribe. I really want to have a best friend that is so just like me. We're on the same wavelength. We have the same goals. We have the same work ethic. And to be honest with you, the person that keeps coming to mind is Cam. So I know she probably doesn't hear these podcasts. And if she does, hey, Cam. But yeah, like every time I think about a tribe and a best friend, a very close-knit friend, it has to be Cam. She's the person that's like runner up with that. Um, Because she's like-minded. She's a businesswoman. She's very, we're we're just the same. I wouldn't be surprised if our um, birth chart had the same like, placement as far as astrology like we're we're very much like in certain things especially with our determination she seems to be like a capricorn moon just like myself but anyways i want to do that i want to get clear on my tribe i want to manifest them i want to speak them into existence because it gets a little lonely like i want girlfriends in my city i want best friends in my city that i'm constantly hanging out with we're going to events together we're both doing our thing. We're both doing, you know, panels and and creating brands and running businesses and helping each other and uplifting each other. You know, I think that's something that I should have. And it's a healthy relationship and it's undeniably like, I want it to be so crystal clear and that's what I'm looking for. So, I encourage you guys to let go of the people that, you know, if you, if, if listening to this podcast, certain people come to mind, I encourage you to release them and it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be mean. It doesn't have to be emotional and crazy. It just has to be authentic and you have to make the decision and be confident in it and, and really start working towards continuing to build your character, right? Cause we're not perfect, but also building or creating that list and the idea of what that tribe what that new best friend or those women look like so that you can manifest so i want to touch on that this podcast i think is pretty quick um i just need to get that off and make sure i didn't like really you know jump around with these topics and also just in case you're wondering i know i said it's a variety show but i want you guys to start off with me i don't i don't need a sidekick you know I, y'all should know that by now so i want you guys to start off with me eventually i will be moving these podcasts like itunes or spotify etc and i just want you guys to get comfortable with me and then we'll get to a point where we we'll have guests okay so i hope this was something that you guys could relate to i just want to share that and get that off this is the whole point this is me exposing my life my truth my ideas what i'm going through sharing it with you guys to reach out And to hopefully encourage, help, motivate, inspire. I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm now, I spent a couple hours um, trying to find new hair products for my hair. I found out I'm low porosity. So it's now time for me to get all this product buildup out of my hair, wash it, do a clarifying shampoo, then moisturize it, plait it, and just um, get myself together. So I'm going to do that now. I will be back with another podcast next week. Thank you for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and like these videos, view them and share it. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Bye.